Do the rooms in your home talk to each other? And if you're wondering what I mean by that, well, it means that the rooms in your home feel connected and that there is a flow between them. Your whole home feels cohesive and put together. So if you're wondering how to create a cohesive, well-designed home where the rooms talk to each other, then I invite you to stick around and listen to this whole episode. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation. And we are talking about creating a cohesive home. And a cohesive home is when the rooms feel connected and there is a natural flow between them. I like to say that the rooms in your home talk to each other. In a cohesive home, where the rooms talk to each other, your eyes naturally travel from space to space. And you can create cohesive spaces with very bold and bright colors just as easily as you can with muted neutrals. Cohesive design and creating rooms that talk to each other is all about thoughtful and intentional design. So let's talk about how we can create that in our own homes and investment properties. But first, why are cohesive homes important? Well, there is a sense of ease and calm with cohesive, well-designed spaces, Cohesive spaces feel very soothing and they visually feel easy and they don't feel overwhelming. And with our current stress levels and our busy, hectic lives, anything that we can do to regulate our stress levels and emotions is helpful. And if you're listening for design tips for your investment property, like an Airbnb or your MTR, which is your midterm or medium term rental, Creating a cohesive home will actually attract more eyes on your property, which leads to more bookings and more money in your wallet. So this episode is a must listen to for my homeowners and my real estate investor listeners. So now let's get into how to get that cohesive home with some cohesive home tips. The first tip I want to share is to have consistent flooring This is especially true in smaller homes. Having the same flooring throughout your space makes your home feel larger and the spaces will naturally flow and feel connected and talk to each other. Now, if you have a larger home, you can have some room to play here. You might have a foyer that's different or a mudroom that's different. But for the most part, it's better when we have the same flooring running throughout a space. As you might imagine, bathrooms can be an exception to this consistent flooring rule. Because we have moisture and water in that space, we might want to choose something that is more durable and water resistant. So evaluate it for your own home. But for the rest of your spaces, let's be consistent with our flooring. The next tip I want to share is to have a color palette in your home. If you've ever listened to other episodes of this podcast, this is not going to be new information, but I'm repeating it because it is so important. We want to have a color palette in our home because it 
creates unifying colors that are used throughout the home. And here we're talking about three to four colors that are consistently used and repeated throughout your space. And if you're wondering, well, how much of each color should I use? Let's break that down easily. I like to break it down into 60, 30, 10. 60% is your neutral color. Think about what's on your walls. 30% is your next or your secondary color. That could be your furniture and upholstery. And then the 10% is your accent color that you can use in your accessories and art. And yes, you can add a fourth color for some variety. It's a little higher level to add that fourth color, but I'm confident that you can do it. Now, I do have a podcast episode dedicated to color palettes, which I'll link to in the show notes. In my own home, my color palette consists of browns, whites, and blues. And I actually use that same color palette in our investment property, which is a month-to-month rental, commonly called an MTR. And I'll share photos of that rental property in the show notes. But the trick with your color palette and the colors within your color palette is to have varying shades of each color because that makes your home look more thoughtful, that you didn't just purchase everything in one store display and everything looks the same. Because using the exact same colors would look flat, even a little boring, and actually a little distracting. So in my home, like I mentioned, I have browns, whites, and blues. If I put the exact shade of blue, let's say navy, for example, in every room in my home, then your eye would keep hitting that navy here and navy here and navy here, and it might actually get distracting. But instead, I have varying shades of blue. I have some lighter blues, I have some medium tone blues, and I have some darker blues. Our brains are signaling that it's that blue color, but having some of that variety keeps it from feeling distracting or boring, like we just bought the whole store display. And now I wanna change gears a little bit and talk about some common mistakes that I see when creating a cohesive home. And the first one is trying to mix different design styles. For example, industrial or boho or farmhouse or coastal, although there's lots of other design styles out there. If you don't know what you're doing and you're newer to design and that design muscle hasn't been flexed too much yet, you're taking a big and potentially expensive risk by mixing up those styles. There are deliberate thoughts and strategies that you have to consider when doing that. So it's done really well and looks like an asset, not an eyesore. And this is something I work with my one-to-one clients and my design students with. But for anyone new to this, I don't recommend mixing design styles because it's a bigger risk that you could make a lot of mistakes with. And then another mistake that I see is trying every design idea that inspires you from Instagram or Pinterest or HGTV. And I get it. It can be hard to rein ourselves in. We might see this idea we love on Instagram and another one on Pinterest. And then we watch an HGTV show and see this other amazing idea. And then we want to do them all. But what ends up happening is those spaces might look disjointed And 
thrown together if it isn't done well and there isn't some key elements of design that unify those amazing ideas you saw. So here's what I'm going to recommend instead is that you choose a lane and stick with it. As tempting as it can be to want to try all the amazing ideas, more often than not, I see this done poorly. I have gone into some clients' homes who had some really great intentions. They were inspired by something they saw and wanted to implement that in their own home. But the result ended up being several rooms that just didn't feel cohesive. They were completely disjointed and they had spent a lot of money trying to update their space, but ended up missing the mark. And I don't want to see that happen for you. So what I'd like you to do is have you choose a lane, choose a design style and move forward there. One of the biggest questions that I ever get with new people into my world is how to create a cohesive home. It really is one of the most common questions I get. And yes, there are a lot of decisions that go into making a cohesive home. And in this episode, we just scratch the surface with doing that. When I work with my one-to-one clients or my design students in Room Design Essentials, we have a lot more time and we can go deeper and into other strategies to help you get that dynamic, cohesive, put-together home. But my goal with these episodes is to keep them short and manageable so you can get information and expert guidance to help you move forward with your design. I always invite anyone who wants to work on a deeper level or get more specific information to come into my world and either work with me one-to-one or in one of my programs and trainings like Room Design Essentials, because we have more time and can go deeper and get more personal with our results. All right, that does take us to the end of another design conversation. And I wanna thank you so much for listening. Here's what I would love for you to do next. If you haven't subscribed and left a review for this podcast, please do so because it helps this podcast reach more people just like you who want to design and decorate their homes or investment properties with confidence. Thanks again, and I'll catch you next week. Have an amazing day.